Welcome back to another episode of the Daily Thread. We are so happy for you to join us. Um, okay, so first of all, I want to give a big thank you to the new sponsors that I want to mention at Daily Thread. That is our friends at Sensible Marketing. Shimmy, mm-hmm. Ron, Jeremy, the team at Sensible, they are experts in the nursing home mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. marketing world. If you are in the nursing home world, then you definitely know about Sensible. Uh, they maximize your census growth and your census potential. They even do something really cool, uh, virtual tours of nursing homes. So if mm-hmm. let's say you have a nursing home and you want people to know or see what type of nursing home you have, they host virtual tours of the nursing home. Mm-hmm. If you need to get in touch with Sensible, you can go ahead and head to sensiblemarketing.com. I met with them just a few weeks ago. Shimmy, Ron, and Jeremy, they are amazing, amazing people. This is part of their brand, by the way. Good times, the sweatshirt that I'm wearing right now. Good times, because listen, they are all about positive vibes and good times, which might be a chiddush in the nursing home world, but not when it comes to Sensible, because they take care of all of their nursing homes, and the nursing homes take care of their residents. So a big thank you to Sensible for joining the family. Uh, Getting to our stories for today. So this morning, we woke up to some interesting news out of the five towns. Yes. Um, The story via Yeshiva World but we've seen it in many other places, a wild shootout in Farakway, stray bullet shot through a window of Yeshiva Siach Yitzchak. A fight that turned violent between two men near Yeshiva Siach Yitzchak in Farakway early Monday morning resulted in a stray bullet being shot through a Yeshiva window. Thankfully, no injuries were reported. The Yeshiva mm-hmm. building is not believed to have been targeted in the incident. Mm-hmm. NYPD sources tell Yeshiva World that they're, they are on the lookout for two black males one of whom they believe have already been identified. Mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. bullet hole could be seen in the window of the school's building on Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Administrators say it will be swiftly re- re- repaired and will have no impact on the children's learning. Okay. Um, so that's, you know, crisis averted. Something like this happens a few hours later. The yeshiva is full of kids and the room in which that bullet flew through, God forbid, knows who knows what could happen. So thank God this happened at a time where nobody was in that building. This also used to be a place where I lived just, you know, maybe a hundred feet from. So, um, not, not a good feeling. This is a, this is a Jewish area, by the way. I don't want people to think like this is, this is a, a very, very, um, densely populated from, area. from Jewish area. Yeah. There's a lot of shuls, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people, a lot of from homes, you know, but it just talks about, this brings home to roost, so to speak, the, uh, the pro is it a gun problem or is it a people problem? Uh, I mean, the 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 liberal Democrats. Talk, you want to have the Second Amendment debate right now? No, uh, very quickly. The, is it a, it, well, did the gun shoot itself, or did somebody shoot the gun? If the gun was just there by itself, would it have shot itself through the window of the yeshiva? Probably not. Uh, it took a it took a person with a criminal orientation, no doubt with a long criminal record, to shoot the gun, right? So, oh, so yeah. that's the debate. What is it? Is it people or is it guns? Guns don't shoot themselves. Guns are very often used for good purposes. In this case, which yeah. is the purpose of the Second Amendment, was for people to be able to defend themselves uh, and their families. Uh, or, or you're supposed to be a, a sitting duck when you're confronted uh, with danger. That's the, uh, that's so the you're, question. You're, you're in favor of people bearing arms. Well, you know, uh, there's this, uh, interestingly enough, the same debate is going on in Israel right now because you have a right-wing public security minister who we mention very often on this program, uh, Itamar Ben-Gvir, and he is of the opinion that anyone that served in the police previously or in the military previously should be carrying a gun to uh, just be on alert if if need be. 
and uh, you shouldn't have to. Uh, I mean, there, there, there are there are school shootings in this country over the last few years, where there was yeah. where there was security people, but uh, regulations were that they're not allowed to be armed, and because they weren't yeah. allowed to be armed, all they could do was call nine one one and wait for the police to show up, and by that time, who knows how many kids were dead in some schools. One down here in Florida happened in other parts of the country too. Uh, but if, the, if this business of not allowing guns, when they say they don't allow guns in school, yes, they mean the kids should not bring, gun, bring guns to school. That's We could all agree on that. The kids should not be bringing guns to school. But security officers should be armed to protect the, uh, the people in the facility. I saw a, over the weekend, I saw a, I guess you can call it a, a kolkare. Um, artificial intelligence was banned by Square, uh, they authored the use of, of, of tools such as ChatGPT, um, and what's believed to be the first of its kind, more than a dozen Rabbanim and Dayanim from the Square Hasidus have signed a strongly worded letter authoring the use of AI chatbots. This is very interesting to me because I think they already banned the use of internet, so yeah. you can't possibly use okay. AI if you can't use the internet. All right, so how, um, how does that work? You can't have a computer, you can't have internet at home. Uh, you can't have a smartphone. Um, I mean, oh my gosh! L- listen to this. It says it says in the letter. It says in the letter. Therefore, the letter says the use of AI is strictly prohibited in every way and form, even on a phone, even on a phone. So if you have a phone, but I don't get it. Like, I, there's not really many other ways to use AI other than on a phone. Well, you can use it on a stationary computer, can't you? You can use it on an iPad. But didn't they ban? But didn't they ban internet? Like, didn't they just well, already? Uh, I think so. Maybe that's a way of telling people that the message is not being, uh, being, uh, being effective. It's not. It's not being. Listen, uh, heard. they're not far. I'll tell you, they're not far off because Elon Musk did meet with President Biden recently to discuss, you know, somehow limiting. Uh, not not President Biden with Chuck Schumer uh, to to somehow limiting the advances of AI because it's getting to a dangerous place where there are deep fakes and there are there are just really a, a, a scary amount of things that can happen with artificial intelligence. So they're not far off with with this ban. Well, we discussed it uh, last week. I mean, I think you said. I mean, if you if you feel that it's getting out of control, why don't you just turn it off or or delete it? What, what? How is artificial intelligence going to be able to control humanity? Do you get that? Do you understand that? Yeah, I think I think it can. How? It can. How? Because if you thought if you thought that we were in an age of misinformation in a dangerous way now, right? Like in a twenty eighteen or twenty twenty election, twenty sixteen election, you just wait until AI. When there are videos of people talking and they're saying the craziest things, and it's not actually them saying it, it's AI generated. So I've seen videos of LeBron James sitting up at a press conference mm-hmm. and he's saying the craziest things. I'm like, what? He said that? Yeah, uh, and then you look uh, in the comments and you see that this video was generated by our artificial intelligence. So yeah, it's dangerous. That's just it's it's extremely dangerous. And what I'm mentioning is not even it's not even the tip of the iceberg of what can be accomplished. Those things are are very are very medial. But what about when it comes to leaders of countries or or terrorist organizations, you know. Okay, you know, very- I also I read somewhere that it could affect your shares because AI will be able to ask kashas and say pshat on on Gemara Rashi and Taisvus that have never been said before. Because- no, so we we I was by a Pesach program and, and Rabbi Ari Bergman spoke and a question was asked about artificial intelligence and the thing the way that he answered he's he said 
AI can have all the answers, but what it doesn't have is the questions. Only a human can ask the questions, and only a yid can ask the questions that we ask when it comes to our Gemaras. And and the only way AI can give you what it gives you is if you prompt it with a good question, right? Mm-hmm. And the questions come from us. All right, that's Will good. It, honestly, I'm not going to be naive and say like that's the that's a matter of fact because I do think AI is going to develop in a way where it's going to ask the questions. It, listen, there there's. Uh, so I'm not I'm not like calling them out for banning it. I think they're they're definitely maybe even ahead of their time. I think that it's problematic. It's AI can be pretty scary in how it's used. It also could be very uh, proficient and uh, uh, help to facilitate uh, the spread of knowledge. I think uh, like everything else in the I world, think, yeah. there's a good part, there's a good, there's a positive part of it, and there's a negative part to it. And you know, a car could be used to take you to good places, and a car never could be used to unfortunately, to, to hurt somebody uh, accidentally or in, inadvertently. So that's the nature of, of our existence, I think, in this, in this world, is how we utilize yeah. the things. The only thing, the only thing about AI is that maybe there's a potential that humanity will lose control of it. That's the only thing that makes it different from everything Well, I think that's else. the concern. I think that's, that's the concern. That's why Elon Musk met with Chuck Schumer to sort of figure out how they can uh, slow, slow the, the – uh, it, it, it started with chatbots and chat GPT, but now there are, there are other tools within AI yeah. that can accomplish things that, that you would never imagine. So it's, it's pretty scary what could happen, and, and we just got to be ahead of it. Uh, another story here that I think is worth bringing up, just because we're getting into that season, that summertime, people go swimming. Unfortunately, a, an athlete on Tampa Bay Buccaneers, star linebacker, his daughter passed away in a drowning accident. Uh, Shaquille Barrett's two-year-old daughter reportedly drowned over the weekend in a family swimming pool at their home. The Tampa Bay Times reported that police responded to the home on Sunday morning after receiving a call about a child who had fallen into a pool. First responders deployed life-saving measures on Araya Barrett, who was rushed to the hospital but was later pronounced deceased, the report said. Um, it's, it's, it's extremely tragic to hear such news of a child losing their life, really anyone losing their life. Um, but if you have a pool or if you're going and you have, you have a lake or something, uh, we can't stress enough to, to the, the safety, whether it's having a fence, with that fence having a lock or, or, or whatever it is to make sure that these things don't happen. I'm sure we're going to repeat this when it comes you know, much closer to the summertime. But it, it's super important to keep in mind our thoughts go out to this family. It's such a tragic, right. tragic thing. That's one of those things uh, that we were just talking about that could be used for a positive, pleasurable thing. Or it could be very dangerous. You know, uh, Kids love swimming. Adults love swimming, especially in a, in a hot climate uh, in the summertime, like you said. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, there's a downside to it and requires us to be super, super cautious. Something else that I think is worth noting is over the weekend, the Milwaukee Bucks professional basketball team who had the best record in the NBA lost in the playoffs. They lost and something that was pretty shocking. They did not, you know, it's a first seed team that lost to an eight seed Miami seed and uh, Bucks and NBA superstar Giannis Antetokounmpo pronounced that name pretty well was asked, was this season a failure? And, um, how he responded is making his, his making waves through the Shiv world. So we're going to go ahead and, and share that with you. This is this is what he responded. I just asked Bud the exact same question, but I'm curious for you. Do you view this season as a failure? Oh my god. Uh, okay, because I'm not that. Up. We, you asked me the same question last year, Eric. 
Okay. Uh, do you get do you get a promotion every year on your job? No, right? So every year you work is a failure. Yes or no? No. Every every year you work, you work towards something, towards a goal, right? Which is to get a promotion, to be able to uh, take care of your family, to be able, I don't know, um, provide a house for them or take care of your parents. You work towards a goal. It's not a failure. It's steps to success. You know, and if you've never, I don't know, I don't want to. I don't want to make it personal. So, there's always steps to it. You know, um, Michael Jordan played 15 years, won six championships. The other nine years was a failure. That's what you're telling me. Oh. No, I'm asking you a question. Yes or no? Okay, exactly. So, why are you asking me that question? It's a wrong question. There's no failure in sports. You know, there's good days, bad days. Some days, some days you are able to uh, be successful, some days you're not. Some days it's your turn, some days it's not your turn. And that's what sport is about. You don't always win. Some other, other people's gonna win. And this year, somebody else is gonna win. Simple as that. We're gonna come back next year, try to be better, try to build good habits, try to uh, play better, not have a 10 day stretch with uh, playing bad basketball. You know, and hopefully we can win a championship. So 50 years from 1971 to 2021 that we didn't win a championship, it was 50 years of failures. No, it was not. It was steps to it, you know, and we, we were able to win one. Hopefully, we can win another one. You know, I sorry that I didn't want to make it personal because you asked me the same question last year, and uh, last year I was in the in the uh, right um, mind space to answer the question back, but I remember it. That is our episode for today's Daily Thread. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to subscribe, leave a review, leave a rating. Of course, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please make sure to reach out to us at the daily thread at meaningfulminute.org. We will see you again tomorrow.